Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to LiveDeliverance.com, your own blogtalkradio.com. This is Pastor Steve Lee, and I'll be your host for the next hour or so. Now, if you're listening to us via the Samocast during the hours of 9 o'clock to 11 o'clock p.m. on Monday evenings, we're so glad to have you. If you're listening to us on any other social media platforms and or during any other times of the week, please contact us here at LiveDeliverance.com. Give us the times, dates, locations, or platforms that you're listening to us on. Although we would love to proliferate the airways, we must do it legally, ethically, and in righteousness. If you hear any of our content through any other means, it is the result of internet piracy and copyright infringement. And all those who participate in any internet piracy can be prosecuted by federal agents. Now, having said all that, we can get down to the business of the kingdom. So please go ahead and get a pen and some paper. So that if you have any comments or questions about the ministry tonight, when we get to the end of the broadcast, we will give you an opportunity to ask those questions and make those comments. So if you would, join me as we sanctify our time together in a word of prayer. Father, I ask you to speak to me so that I can hear. Awaken me the mind of Christ. Open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your word. Breathe on me so that I can speak. Let your words, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Flow through me and cause me to move by your spirit. Let healing and deliverance break forth in this place and this time because of your spirit and your love. Live big in me. I now decrease so that you can increase. Holy Spirit, glorify Jesus in my life as I now share the living word, the bread of life. Jesus revealed to us the Father and draw us into his presence where there is fullness of joy. Heavenly Father, quiet our hearts and minds as we allow the peace of God to rule in our lives. Cause us to grow in the grace that has appeared unto all men as you teach us how we should live in this present world. 
May we now awake to righteousness and slumber no more by walking in the spirit and in the fullness of his grace. As we sojourn in the land of promise, going from faith to faith and from glory to glory. For you've made us more than conquerors in this life through Christ Jesus. So speak to our spirits and birth victory in our hearts and in our minds. In Jesus' name, I pray. Well, beloved, uh, this is going to be uh, part two of Made Unto Us Wisdom. I'll go ahead now and apologize for uh, last week when you uh, couldn't get on. Uh, there was a problem with the uh, with the, the 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 telephones going back and forth to the station, and so we were uh, not allowed to uh, fellowship with you. But we're glad to have you today, so that we can impart whatever it is God is wanting for our lives. You know, the Bible says that in in First Corinthians one um, thirty that Jesus was made unto us. Wisdom, righteousness, and sanctification. <laughs> and so then he didn't say Jesus made for us. He said Jesus was made unto us. See, I'm finding that, you know, we're living so far beneath our privileges that, 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 that the devil has duped us into thinking for some reason that, um, you know, we don't deserve it. Well, even if we didn't, Jesus was made unto us wisdom, righteousness, and sanctification. What that tells me is that I really can't mess this up because Jesus was made unto me wisdom, righteousness, and sanctification. You know, he placed us, okay, God made Jesus wisdom unto us, and then God placed us in wisdom for us to walk in and, and, and be established in wisdom. You know, we don't have to be guessing uh, what we're doing. You know, James chapter 1 tells us that if any man lack wisdom, he can simply ask of God. I mean, God wants wisdom to be in our lives. Wisdom the Bible says that the, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. It's the beginning of wisdom. So what he wants us to do is to take that placement and then operate in it, flow in it. Because um, Acts 20, 17, uh, 17, 28 tells us that, um, that in him we live, in him we move, and in him we have our being. See? So since he's been made unto us wisdom, he wants us to live in wisdom, function in wisdom, flow in wisdom. And that wisdom is uh, so interesting to me that he wants us to display this wisdom. All right? Uh, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 uh, says this. Now unto him. Ooh, wait a minute. Let's go back to chapter 10 here. I mean, to verse 10, and look at that, okay? So that we can uh, uh, identify with the things that, that God said. Because he's going to get to 20, and, and, and that's a, a place of rest. But I want you to see this. In verse 10, it says that to the intent, that now. So that, that takes care of uh, all of the stuff that, that, that we might think we didn't 
uh, do right. See, he, God wants us to live in the now, okay? We in his faith, faith is now. So that would tell us that God is interested in us living in the now. Again, when you live in the past, you're taking yourself backwards. He doesn't want you to live in the past. He's the great I am, not the great I was, not the great I will be. Although he's going to open up your future for you, if you will operate in the now with the wisdom that he has made unto you. Okay? In him we live and move and have our being. So that's now. Okay, I'm just I'm just saying it. I quoted it, but I'll say it again. He said, in him we live, in him we move, in him we have our being. He didn't say just in him we'll have a future. Amen. Unless you want to say that your being includes your future. I'll go along with that. See? But I'm trying to get us to see and understand that the now of God arrests all of the things the devil is trying to kill you, you shouldn't have and won't be able to do. See? Because now faith is. So that you can win now. So that you can fellowship with God now. Because in his presence, there is fullness of joy. Amen. So then we can just kind of say, you know, ask the question, if your joy is not full, why don't you find out where you are? Because in his presence, there's fullness of joy. See, if I spend more time listening at the lies of the devil, because Jesus said that he's a liar from the beginning. Jesus said that, that, that he is the father of lies. So everything that he creates is an illusion, deception, and lie. I'll say that to you again. Everything that the devil creates is an illusion, deception, and lie. He's the father of lies. Whenever he opens his mouth, Jesus said, he's speaking lies. See? He's speaking half-truths. Okay? And sometimes those half-truths has made us move. He, 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 he says things like, I'm going to get you. Okay, well, let me just help you out, Mr. Devil. I, I am under the protection of the Almighty. And since I'm under the protection of the Almighty, there is no man able to take me out of his hand. See, my protection is guaranteed, sure, if you would. See, he's given angels charge over me that I wouldn't even dash my foot against the stone. I abide under the shadow of the Almighty. See? So when the devil tells you something, I guess the problems would be that we are not certain that what God said is real. So then we walk in questions and doubt. And he doesn't want us to do that. That's why Jesus was made unto us wisdom, righteousness, and sanctification. See, you don't have to concern yourself about can I be that or can I do that. He was made unto you righteousness or the view of a thing as it ought to be. He was made unto you that. 
He just wants you to open your eyes and see that the word that he promised you is the word that you live by. In him we live, in him we move, in him we have our being. So that if I'm not in him, you can hear from that statement that my being is not going to be effective or is not going to be mine. In him we have our being. And if I'm not living in him, then I can't have my being. I'll be living someone else's uh, uh, future, trying to make that work in my life. See? You know, it's an interesting thing about the Father. If you look at your fingerprint, there is nobody else on the entire face of the earth that has ever had or will have your fingerprint. That's how much he loves you, beloved. He has taken the time to make exactly what you need available to you as you live in him and walk out the wisdom that's in him. That's really how simple it is. But we can complicate it by looking at other people and then comparing ourselves among ourselves. And, and the Bible says that if you do that, that's simply not wise. See? He's already finished the work for you. That's what, uh, that's what uh, Jesus said. He said, it's finished. He, he didn't say it's half finished. He said it is finished. So then that tells me that I can go and walk this life out in him and all of the things that are mine, assigned to my life, prepared for me. Isn't that what he said? He said, I have not seen, neither ear heard, neither have entered into the hearts of man the things that God has prepared for them that love him. <clears throat> so he wants us to know these things. And in his word, the mysteries are already there. They're not hid from you, beloved. They are hid for you, that you will be able to, 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 to find those and suddenly moments that he's already prepared for you, the aha moments. And the aha moments, I found, they are moments that you, re, that you understand the revealed victory. Not just the revealed promise. Come on, y'all. You have the aha moments is when you know that it's for you. Yes. See? You can, you can continue to meditate in the word. That's what he told Joshua. He said, if you would just meditate in the word day and night, he says, to observe, to do what's written therein. See? Then you'll make your way prosper. You'll find good success. See? Why? Because I'm hearing from heaven. I'm not hearing from self, and I'm not hearing from them. Glory to God. I don't even know who them is. I know God. I know Jesus. See, but I don't know them. But a lot of times we spend our lives in places where we're listening to them. See, but the, the word just said, he was made unto you wisdom, righteousness, and sanctification. Wow. See, that's how much he's interested in your life. Okay? I mean, we need to get this so that we can stop uh, getting confused or frustrated in life. God did not, he did not intend for you to live a frustrated life. You 
are called unto peace. Amen. See? The Prince of Peace. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. If you would allow him to give you words of encouragement that bring you to victory because you understand his wisdom. Okay? Wisdom is like, if you would, wisdom is part of that secret weapon package that you have. Amen. The devil tries to do this or that, and when you get revealed wisdom, you can undo everything that the devil said, set up and try to be as a trap for you. Again, he's going to always deceive. He's going to always lie. Okay? That's what he has. He sometimes triggers it with what we think, mm-hmm, what we think is disappointment. But see, if you understand the word of God, he's going to cause all things to work together for your good. Help me understand. If he's causing all things to work, we know this. It didn't say we guessed this. We know that all things work together for the good of them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. So then if he's giving you that promise, why are you listening to a disappointment lie? All things, not some things. Whatever situation you're facing now, that thing has to work together for your good. Because no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise up against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is your heritage because you are the servant of the Lord. See? For every challenge, God has already given you not only a promise, but a victory. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Now, faith is. I mean, you know, when you hear uh, things that, that have double affirmation, you should pay attention to that. He just said, now faith is. Is, is, and it, it is a word that is absolutely an imperative that it's available now. Not that it's just going to be available then. It is. Now, faith is. Come on. God just sandwiched your future. Starting with your, come on, Lord. Starting with your now, through faith, is. It's sandwiched, protected. <laughs> wow. See, he, he wants you to be able to enjoy his presence, fullness of joy. See, he wants you to be able to participate in glory because mm-hmm. you're called to go from glory to glory. Amen. Faith works that way. Wisdom opens up your understanding so that you can then participate by wisdom in the faith that he gave you, that sandwich between your now and is. That's just kind of good stuff to me. That makes me all kind of happy. Um, Let's look at Ephesians chapter 3. And I'm going to... Like I said, I was going to verse 20, but I'm again, I'm going to back this up 
so that you can see it and hear it. Starting at verse 7, Paul says, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to back up to the beginning, but I'm going to start at, 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 at verse 4, okay? Oh, Jesus. Go on and start at, at verse 1, chapter 3, verse 1, <laughs> because I don't want you to miss these things so that you can then function in that. In him we live and have our being. Let's move in this, okay? Let's position ourselves. Let's walk in the word. Let's no longer walk in fear. Let's not lo- any longer walk in doubt. Let's just walk in the word. Because he sent his word, and that word that he sent healed you and delivered you. So let's function in that which he's already sent. Amen. For this cause, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, Okay, again, just look at what, what what just happened here. He said, Paul is a prisoner of Jesus Christ for us so that he can say what's necessary for our lives now because he was also trapped in this lie. He thought that it was his purpose to, to kill the Jews. And then Jesus came to him and said, Paul, Saul, excuse me, Saul, why do you persecute me? And Saul said, who is it? And he said, it's me, Jesus. And then Paul got free from the the deception that he was operating under, the prison that he was trapped in, and he began to talk to us to show us that he's the prisoner of Jesus for us. If you heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given to me, to you were, how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote before in few words. Now, Paul is it's just, he, he's, he's living by faith, but right here, he said he wrote a few words. Come on. Two-thirds of the New Testament was written by Paul. Is that a few words? It is in comparison unto the wisdom that Jesus has been made unto us, that the revelations that Paul is going to bring to us is going to open up that wisdom so that we can live in it, so that we can display it. We'll get to that in just a second. Whereby, verse 4, when you read that you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, which was in other ages, which in other ages was was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed by his holy prophets, apostles, and prophets, by the Spirit, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. Fellow heirs. Glory to God, y'all. Not not a sub-heir. Fellow heirs. Heirs that understand the, 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 the latitude that he's placed you in. Because he's made you more than a conqueror. Fellow heirs. See? And, 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 and when you understand that the victory was already given to you, then I don't have to wallow around in, in frustrations and, and pains and anxiety. I become a, a fellow heir, a joint heir with Christ Jesus. Wow. Lacking nothing. Because he's given us all things. See? That's what he wants us to participate in. 
The wisdom of God leads you into all things. Again, if you're dealing with memory, your memory takes you to the past. But inspiration takes you to your future. And inspiration means that you were, it's a, a spirit breathe. In spirit breathe. Inspiration. That's why the word of God is so, so, so key. Because it was all breathed by him. Amen. That Gentiles to be fellow heirs of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel, by the good news. See, you will be a partaker of his promise in Christ by the gospel. Okay. All right. I, I appreciate you being here and, 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 and listening uh, with me as I share the word of God. But it didn't come from me. It came from the gospel. Amen. The way the Paul says it is the one that uh, waters, he's nothing. The one that plants, he's nothing. But it's God that gives the increase. See, I'm just one that might be watering a, a, a word that you heard. I might be one that's planting a word that you heard. But I'm nothing according to the word of God. He said it's by the gospel because God is giving the increase. Verse 7, well, I was made a minister according to the gift of grace of God that was given to me by the effectual working of his power. By the effectual working of his power. That that tells me that it's working all the time, every time. It is effectual power. See? So then when I go to a, a circumstance or a situation and I place my belief in that effectual power, my result is guaranteed. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Verse 8, unto me who am less than the least of all saints is this grace given. Hmm. Wow. Just as a, a point of reference here, uh, uh, Paul said, uh, I have this revelation. I got this, this, this working power in me, but it, I am the least of all the saints. So then that means that you are included in the above or abundant life that God called you into. Jesus said, I've come that you might have life, and you might have that life more abundantly. See? So then Paul is placing himself at the bottom of the wrong so that he will speak to you and lift you up, inspire you. Least in all the saints is this great given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to make all men see. What is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world have been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ, to the intent that now principalities, powers in heavenly places might be made known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. Jesus has been made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. See? And he said that 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 it was hid before, but now it has been, uh, it, it was been being revealed. It was hid, verse 9, who is doing his job. This is Paul's job to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world have been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. And we 
have been the ones that are recipients of the wisdom of Jesus Christ. He was made unto us. Wisdom. To all things that were made. Okay? We could just make it real. All things that were made helps you again understand no weapon formed against you are proper. Because you're going to understand the wisdom of what the weapon was made from. Because as soon as you understand what the wisdom of the, from the wisdom that the um, weapon was made from is over. Because no weapon formed can prosper. As soon as you see what it is, it cannot grow any further. It can't prosper. But your wisdom now can dismantle it, cause it to become ineffective. Glory to God. See, that's why he wants you to to operate in this wisdom so that you can take uh, uh, the things that the devil has meant. The Bible says that what the devil meant for evil, God meant for good. I'm going to dismantle it, redirect it, send it back to the gates of hell. See, because I've been made more than a conqueror when I allow him to give me the wisdom of the thing. Because the whole church, verse 10 again, said, to the intent that now to the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be made known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. Glory to God. See, God wants to to show his power and his might in your life. Okay? He, He wants to display that. To all of the demonic forces. Okay, okay, okay. Let me make sure I'm seeing that. Um, The word principality is pluralized, isn't it? The word powers is pluralized. So I'm not just talking about one principality. I'm not just talking about one demonic power. I'm talking about all of them. That's what he said. To the intent that now, unto the principalities, and the powers in heavenly places. I mean, he's just trying to make you understand. It don't matter how high ranking they might be. He says that the church has the ability through this wisdom to show them something. The manifold wisdom of God is going to show them that, that the victory that's in Christ Jesus, the one that we live in, move in, and have our being. See, I, I, I don't have to be... Uh, frustrated. Why? Because my being is in him. I mean, come on. See, I, I get to change it because I know whose I am. I know who I am. See? I, I know the assignment that he sent me here for. Glory to God. See, he said that right there, he just told you your assignment, that now unto the principalities and powers in the heavenly places might be known by the church, the manifold wisdom of God. That's your assignment, beloved. You have the ability, power, and right that has been innate right to show the devil what God created you for. He created you. Come on, go back to go back to Adam and Eve. He created you to enjoy everything that he made. He made you the one that has dominion. He made you that way. See, let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have 
dominion. Be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue. Before there was ever an attack on the life of man, this was the, 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 the order that God gave to man. Be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, have dominion. There was no other statement necessary for us to win. But what happened is we got duped by the enemy. We got duped by a half God said question when we already had the promise, the victory, and the answer. Be fruitful, multiply, subdue, replenish, have dominion. You're made in his image after his likeness. And then Jesus came and restored that, and he was made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. Okay? God wants you to display that wisdom. Okay? The, the wisdom helps you create your surroundings, your future, <clears throat> your past. And your victory. That's done by wisdom because the Bible says in, in Proverbs chapter 8, well, I'm going to try to go there next, in Proverbs chapter 8, that Jesus made everything by wisdom. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's keep on reading this just because I want to I get this as a, a bedrock in your thinking so that you will be able to apply what you are here just a second from now. That now to the intent. Uh, unto, unto the principalities, powers, and heavenly places might be known by the church, the manifold wisdom of God, according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Come on now. See, you are able to participate in the victory that was an eternal purpose. When he purposed it, come on, come on, let's hear this. When he purposed it in Christ Jesus, okay, uh, he didn't just purpose this in Christ Jesus when Christ came to the earth. Christ means uh, God's anointing, his anointed one and his anointing, Christ. That's not like the middle name of Jesus. That's what it is. It is the it's God's anointing, his anointed man, and the anointing on that man. Okay? So then from the beginning, Jesus was anointed. He didn't become anointed when he came to earth. Amen. See, <clears throat> he was seated in power from the very beginning. Okay? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. And the Word was manifest here on the earth so that we can see him and have tangibility. The Word was made flesh. And dwelt among us. See? So God wanted to bring you back to an awareness of what he did from Jump Street. Jesus simply walked it out and showed us that every time the devil tried to rear his head, Jesus won. And the time that the devil thought for show, this is it, I don't want, I killed him. No, Jesus said, no, no, you can't take my life because man was the one that did that thing. And he says, no man can take my life. He says, I lay it down, and I can pick it up again. This commandment have I already received from my Father. 
Jesus said, no, the word is what I have confidence in. And the word said, even though the devil looks like he's going to win, I am going to be the one that's going to fulfill the plan of God. That's why he said, while he was even alive, he said, it is finished. Glory to God. The devil didn't know it. Because if the devil had known, the Bible says that he would not have crucified the Lord of glory. He thought he was winning. But what he was doing is releasing the power of the word that Jesus had already received. No man can take my life, but I lay it down. And I'm able to pick it up. This commandment, this word, have I already received of my father. See, all the devil did. Come on. We need to get that in our thinking. All the devil can do is activate the word that's in your life. I just said that prophetically. I hope you heard that. All the devil can do is activate the word of God that's in your life. Amen. See, because he comes to steal that word. See? So then your job is to then activate the word, live by the word. If my word abides in you. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, then you shall ask what you will and it shall be given you. Why? Because you're living by that word. And I said last time that the, the resurrected Jesus was the one that's speaking. He was the one that was speaking to Paul. Glory to God. So he spoke a resurrection word. That's why Paul said, I want to know you and the power of your suffering and the fellowship of your suffering, the power of your resurrection. I want to know you like that. See? And then you have the opportunity to enter into that same fellowship because he was made unto you wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. Okay? Let me finish this, and I'm going to uh, Proverbs chapter 8. This is the verse 11. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 11, according to the eternal purpose. This was not just a purpose that came up when you became uh, challenged. This purpose was here when you were born. It's an eternal purpose in Christ Jesus our Lord. Ah, Lord, see, look at that. He said, <clears throat> the eternal purpose works for those that have made Jesus Christ Lord. Amen. A lot of people uh, want to know Jesus as Savior. Get me out of this trouble here. But he said the, the way this victory works is when you make him Lord. He's supposed to be Lord of Lords. That means he's supposed to Lord over your life, over your thinking, over your belief structure. Amen. See, when you don't make him Lord over that, then the power that you're looking for to work does it. Come on. I mean, you can, you can see that at the very beginning. That He says in Romans chapter 10 that if you confess the Lord Jesus, then if you confess the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that he was the son of God and God raised him from the dead, you shall be delivered. How do you get delivered? Because he's Lord. See? And we just stop at, at sometimes Savior, God, get me out of this. And his mercy, which endures forever, might just avail for that. But if you would make him Lord, you'll find out that you rule and reign with him. Amen. 
See, that's a whole different place, position than thinking I've got to try to beg my way into a blessing. Amen. See, I'm joint heirs with him. See, I'm just trying to open up your, your thinking, give you words of encouragement that you will be able to say, okay, good, let me refocus here. Maybe I lost focus. Maybe even I, I let a promise slip. Well, let me go back and, and live in him, because that's what he said. We can live and move and have our being in him. I, it's time out for the visitation, glory to God. See? Because that's what some of us did. We we, we just went to the, 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 the visitations, if you would. You know, hope that, that, that some kind of way it, it, it'll be okay, that God came by and visited. Well, why don't you just try living there? Amen. His word abiding in you. And you abiding in his word. See? Because by his word, uh, uh, the, the psalmist said, by his word, uh, you are going to be warned. The servant of God will be warned. See? By his word, the servant will be warned. So then when before things happen, God will speak to you and show you the strategies to go around the pitfalls instead of going through them. Amen. See? That's more than a conqueror. I don't have to fight. The, the battle was won. So that I walk, since there's nothing new under the sun, as I walk in victory, as I walk in his presence, he will tell me. That's what he did. Come on, that's what he did to Adam. Adam walked with God in the cool of the day, not in the heat of the battle. Amen. See? So he wants this to be made manifest through us, the church, to all the principalities and powers in heavenly places. According to the uh, eternal purpose, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord, verse 12, in whom we have Jesus, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. Come on, y'all. Okay, let's look at this. He said we can have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. When did you ever think that Jesus was walking around talking about, oh, woe is me? We're going, to, we're going to function by that boldness that we have access to with confidence by the faith of him. Whew, glory to God. See, Paul came to this revelation. He says, I die daily. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but it is Christ who liveth in me. And the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by the power of the grace of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Galatians chapter 2.20. See? We're supposed to live by that confidence. We have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. Glory to God. I, I mean, again, we don't have to fight. You know, all we have to do, according to Scripture, is all we have to do is resist. Amen. He said, resist the devil and he'll flee. He didn't tell me to fight. told me to resist. In other words, do this. Turn and go the other way. That's what repentance means. Stop walking the path you've been walking that's preparing you for uh, catastrophe. Turn, repent. Walk in the confidence of the faith that he had. Amen. See, he always did those things that pleased the Father. 
So then as I walk that way, I'm walking pleasing unto him. Okay? And when I'm doing that, Paul said, I would be opening up all wisdom. Okay? Glory to God. Verse 13, wherefore I desire that you don't faint at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. I'm doing this so that you can have an impartation of his spirit and allow the glory of God to be developed in your spirit. Amen. Because as God, as God has already caused your spirit to be reborn, now he has to have that spirit that he uh, caused to be reborn. He says that Christ needs to now be formed in you again. See? It, it, it has to be. Uh, the, it has to be to the place where you operate as the creation that He made from the beginning. That because God took the time in the beginning, He said He formed the man out of the dust, and then He breathed into him, gave him His spirit. So we have to go back now and allow that recreated spirit to be formed. Yeah. See. I, I, I walk in victory, and every time I walk in victory, it causes my form, my structure to be correct. Then I, I can now walk uprightly, because he will not withhold any good thing from those that walk uprightly. They've already formed the promise that God has to the point where it moves them. Glory to God. I'm not moved by fear. You know, um, the other day, I, I, I kind of heard this, and it was just so... It blessed me. People have always quoted the scripture, and, and rightfully so, that my God shall supply all my needs. But I have found out that God is not just the supplier of my needs. He's the supplier of my fullness. Amen. That's what Jesus, that's what it was said about Jesus, that of his fullness we have received, grace for grace. He's the, he's the supplier of my fullness. Jesus said, I'm come that you might have life, and you might have that life more abundantly. He wants me to enjoy fullness. See? So then how much time have we been really thinking about meditating on the God that supplies my fullness, the God that supplies my love, the God that supplies my praise? See? I, I, I don't have to just go to him as a God that's going to supply my need. I can go to him as a God that supplies my all, because that's what he wants me to function in, all. He's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. He wants me to participate in all, fullness. But a lot of times we limit God, as we said in, in Psalm 78, said that they limited the Holy One. And we've limited God because we were just looking at him as a God that supplies need, and he does, but he supplies all. When Jesus came into our life, glory to God, he didn't bring some, he brought all. Amen. See? That's why at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess. Why? Because he brought all. See? <laughs> So, so we've got to, again, cause our, our hearts to, charge our, to allow our hearts to be enlarged, okay? 
Ooh, glory to God. Because when God came in, all came in. Amen. Amen. But see, we have to we have to cause our horizon to be uh, expanded so that we won't just look for need. And I appreciate facts that he meets the need. I appreciate that. But with the need came more. That's what he, he, tr- he told Abraham from Jump Street. I'm going to bless you, Abraham. And the reason that I'm going to bless you is because I want you to be a blessing. In thee shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. So what was he doing? He was opening up his understanding for all. He said, I, I, I know you ain't got no child. I'm going to bless you, and then your children going to bless everybody because of what I did for you. God brings all. Amen. See? So we've been kind of limiting God, expecting him to only meet needs. He supplied all. Did he not tell Paul, my grace is sufficient for you? Because in your weakness, my strength is made perfect. So since his strength is made perfect, what do you think you're lacking? He just told us that we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. Glory to God. I I hope you're getting this. I I hope this is is, is recalibrating your thinking. Because Jesus was made unto us wisdom, righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption. He placed us in wisdom for us to walk in and to be established in that wisdom, to display that wisdom, that all principalities and powers would be coming to the place where they understand the manifold. (laughs) I mean, God, he got a wisdom for this, a wisdom for that, a wisdom for this, that, and the other. It's the manifold wisdom. Glory to God. The manifold wisdom, that means that even if you find yourself in a place where you don't know, understand, or perceive, he has a wisdom that would be able to cause you to come to rest so that you can learn. Because what Jesus told us, take my yoke upon you and learn. You, you learn best at rest. See? You learn best at rest. You learn less through stress. That's why he said, come and take my yoke. And learn. See, we've got to we've got to get to the place where our heart has enlarged, so that we can allow God to be God. Come on now, come on. See, you have a little heart of reception, and so then you go and say, "Well, this I got to do something else, God. You can handle this." No, enlarge that heart. Let God be big in you. Amen. Jesus said you were going to do greater things than Him. That would tell me that I'm going to have to enlarge my heart. Amen. I can't keep my little puny heart. I'm going to have to let him enlarge my heart so that I can start thinking about things that are bigger than me. Okay, let's go on. I'm going to show you that right here. He's going to say that. Let me just go on. (laughs) Wherefore, verse 13, chapter 3, verse 13, Ephesians, um, I desire that you faint not in my tribulations for you, which is your glory. For this cause, I bow my knee to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant to you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and the length and the depth and the height, and to know the love of God, the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. See, I wasn't just making this up. It's in your Bible, beloved, so that you can go back and you can say, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm about to bring all of the fullness of God to bear on this issue, on this challenge, because God's going to show through me, the church, the manifold wisdom. See? And you begin to, to stand upright and, and, and take your place. See? You begin to walk uprightly, knowing that he's not going to withhold anything from those that walk uprightly. He's going to make all things work together for your good. That becomes the beginning of your victory right there. By understanding whose you are. See? That, 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 that he made you to be the one that allows Christ to dwell in your hearts by faith, knowing that you are rooted and grounded in love. And love never fails. You're rooted and grounded in that. How is it possible that you're not going to have victory? You are rooted and grounded in love that never fails. Okay? You're going to allow God to just show himself strong on your behalf because you have a perfect heart towards him that no matter what, again, whatever the devil does, the thing that it should do is drive you closer to God. And as it drives you closer to God, then your victory comes from his presence because in his presence is fullness of joy. So whenever, the, I mean, the, the 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 first disciples got this. Peter was was um um they were gonna kill Peter. Oh Lord, they were gonna kill Peter. Okay, and so um they arrested him and and took him to jail. And then as he was in jail, then what 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 happened for him? Peter began to sing and praise God. And then when he began to sing and praise God. Uh, uh, the thing the devil didn't want to have happen, happened. <laughs> um, the chapter, um, oh, Acts chapter, you'll see this. The early church learned to do these things, okay? Acts chapter 12. In, in the rough times, what do you do? do? Do you get nervous, fearful, or do you do what's necessary for the victory? Chapter 12. I, I'm, I'm going to try to come back to, to Ephesians chapter uh, 3. I'll keep your finger there. But, but see, I, 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 well, I just weave in what God wants me to weave in. And I, 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 I just saw Peter in this place of victory the training for this victory, okay? They had to come to the place where they knew it. Watch this. 
Now about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hands to vex certain of the church, and they killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. Because he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. And when there are days of unleavened bread, and when he had come and apprehended him, they put him in prison and delivered him to four quaturians of soldiers to keep him, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Peter, therefore, was kept in the prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church of God for him. Prayer was made without ceasing by the children of God, by the church for him. And when Herod would have um, brought him forth the same night, Peter was sleeping between, between two soldiers bound with two chains and the keepers before the, uh, before the, and the keepers before the door kept the prison. Just hear this. Look at all this stuff that was happening. What was Peter doing? Peter was sleeping. Peter was not worried, therefore, was he? I mean, he knew in the morning that they were going to kill him. But uh, there's a, a thing that Peter heard from Jesus himself. He said, Peter, Satan has wanted to sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you, Peter, and uh, that your faith fail not, and that after you have strengthened the brethren, Wait a minute. So then Peter ain't worried about them killing him because he ain't yet strengthened the brethren, has he? Amen. He talked to them. He in fellowship with them, but he ain't strengthened them yet. He strengthened them when he wrote first and second Peter. See, because he heard Jesus say, I, I-, I prayed for you. The devil wants to sift you as weak. But I pray that your faith don't fail, Peter. So when you are uh, locked up, Peter, your faith won't fail. Interesting, huh? Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and the keepers before the door kept the prison. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and the light shined in the prison. And he smote Peter on the side, Raised and raised him up, saying, Arise quickly. And his chains fell off. See, why? Because the promise of God is sure, no, what, no matter what the problem of the devil is. Do you have that kind of certainty that, 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 that you can sleep in your problem as opposed to being kept up all night worrying about your problem? Peter was about to die in the morning sleep. And his chains fell off him. Verse 8. And the angel said unto him, Gird thyself and bind thy sandals. <laughs> Prepare to go somewhere, Peter. Get your sandals on, Peter. <laughs> God will tell us things and show us things, and we didn't even know the things was real. Watch this. He told him, spoke to him and told him, get up. <laughs> He told him, gird yourself, bind your sandals. And Peter did. And he said, cast your garment upon about thee and follow me. And he went out and followed him. But he didn't know that the thing was true, which was done by the angel. He thought he was still dreaming. Wow. So then let's open up our hearts so that the thing that God wants to do 
Mm, thank you, sir. That the thing that God wants to do to us will be as a dream to us. Mm. As something that's so good that it's put in place in our dreams. It's placed in our hopes. Come on, y'all. God wants to do stuff so good for us that it even seems unreal, unbelievable. It's, it's, it's just coming to me by spiritual force. <laughs> and when they were past the first and second war, they came to an iron gate that leads into the city, which opened unto them of its own accord. I mean, when God gives you the assurance that things in front of you will work out for your good. They walked through the first and the second ward of the prison. Let's forget the, the two soldiers that was uh, connected to Peter by chain and the one that was keeping the door. Forget all that. They walked past the first and the second ward to the gate that leads to the city. Wow. I mean, look at the, the, the ability that God has by the eternal purpose, which he purposed in Christ Jesus, the wisdom that God has made Jesus unto us. The gate opened of his own accord. And then they went out and passed on through the street and fought with the angel departed. The angel was not necessary anymore, was it? Amen. Notice it said that the gate opened unto them. It didn't say there that the gate opened unto the angel. Because you are a joint heir. And so everything that's done, even by an angel, was done for you. The gate opened unto them. Glory to God. I mean, we, we, we need to grasp these concepts. Say that 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 God is trying to build you up to the place where you know that okay I have angelic hope I got angelic help and now everything that the angel is doing he sent his angels to have charge over you see and then it's going to work for you by them and then, then the angel departed from him, and when Peter was come to himself, he said, now I know of a surety that the Lord has sent his angel and delivered me out of the hands of Herod and from all of the expectations of the, of the people of the Jews. Wait a minute. He said he delivered me from what? All. See, God is inviting you to the all place of victory, to the all place of comfort, to the all place of joy. To the all place of peace. But we've been kind of thinking that, you know, well, I don't know, maybe. I don't think I deserve it. See, we need to let him enlarge our heart so that we would have confidence. Come on. We would have the confidence. We would have boldness and access by the, with confidence by the faith of him. See? In fact, let's go back to, to Ephesians chapter 3. So I want you to see how, how this thing is, is played out. These are the words that Jesus spoke 
to Peter. I pray for you and your faith fail not that when you are strengthened, Peter, you'll strengthen the brethren. You'll be able to tell them, give them witness to the glory that I released for your life. Because I've, I've allowed Jesus to be made unto you wisdom, practices, sanctification, and redemption. Wherefore, verse 13, and I desire that you faint not of my tribulations for you, which is your glory. For this cause I bow my knee. This is why I pray unto the Lord of, of our Father, to our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the, the whole family, what did he say? The whole family. Uh, the whole family would have to include you, wouldn't it? Glory to God. The prophetic word of he's praying for you was right then. He's praying that the whole family that's in heaven and in earth, that's named after the name of Jesus, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, what is the length, what is the depth, what is the height. I don't care what the devil sends your way, how big it is. How deep it is, how wide it is, it says that you would be able to comprehend with all the saints the delivering power of God. Because you're going to be rooted and grounded in love. You're not going to be grounded in a maybe. You're going to be grounded in love. Amen. You're going to think about the love that God had when he gave his only begotten son. So you're going to be rooted and grounded in that love that there are going to be actions from heaven that's going to make sure I win. Jesus was made unto me wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. That you may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and the length and the depth and the height, and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge. So he just told you, I don't want you functioning from the tree of knowledge anymore. I want you to go past the tree of knowledge. You're now redeemed, glory to God. You can prepare yourself to eat from the tree of life. Yeah. That's what's in your future. He says, I want you to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge. And when you get to the place where that is your expectation, watch what this happens now. He says that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now, unto him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all, we ask or think according to the power that works in us. See, he wants this wisdom to be alive in you, that you would gravitate for things that are exceeding, abundantly, above all you can ask or think. God appreciates your request, but he's wanting to do more because he's just he's the supply of all. He's not just the supply of need. See? So that you, you need, we need to, to, to grasp that, see, to become settled in that, to be unmovable because of that. That as I'm waiting on God, I'm not just waiting on God for my need. I'm waiting on God for fullness. 
I'm waiting on God for all. The deliverance from my challenge, that's not a problem. But while he's delivering me, he's going to speak to me and expand my heart so that all is what I think about. Okay? So then while the devil comes and tells you tomorrow or something else, well, that's okay because God just took care of tomorrow because he's my supply of all. He's my supply of fullness. He's my supply of abundantly. Okay? My God didn't just come to get my need. He's able to do exceedingly and abundantly at the same time above all. See? I mean, okay, I just said that. Not only does he want you to be understanding that fullness is yours, he said above all. Come on now. He's trying to get you in a different place, a position of heart. That I'm always expecting God and his power to make the difference in my life. Because Jesus was made unto me wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. Proverbs chapter 8. We know that God has made provisions for you to win in a big way. Our victory comes not by power and might, but by his spirit. We've been made more than conquerors. Our victory is in a spirit form, breath, prophecies, words, affirmations. That's why we should not let a promise slip. Because our victory was contained in that promise. Okay, it could be possible that you didn't understand it, but grasp it and allow your heart to be expanded. See? Because whatever he said, he's faithful to perform it. See? The work that he started, he's going to complete that work in you. See? You get to enjoy all of the goodness that God has has, has, has Intended for you. Okay? Your victory is born of the Spirit. <laughs> born of the Come on now, y'all. Your, your victory is born of the Spirit. <laughs> come on. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Those that are born of the Spirit. Okay? That's, that's how that application happens. <laughs> We don't rely on our flesh to give us revelation. We are born of the spirit. See? And God speaks spirit to spirit. So that if I approach God with my intellect, you know what's going to happen? I'm going to hear, wow, Lord, that is true. I'm going to hear uh, things of the past. I'm going to hear from memory. They call it memory recall. Come on, y'all. See? And memory recall is limited. Amen. Jesus said, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. He didn't say they are intellectual exercises. And a lot of times what we do is we go and approach God from our intellect, try to reason with God. See, we're not supposed to have reasoning. The uh, uh, Second Corinthians 10 says to cast down reasonings, imagination. See, cast them down. See, and every high thing that tries to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. 
Well, God won't do that for you. That's a high thing that's trying to exalt itself against what God did say. You don't deserve it because you did this. Well, I am now washed in the blood of the Lamb, for eternally forgiven. And when I confess my sin that I might do because I didn't understand what to do, God already forgave me and cleansed me for that because he already knew I was going to do it before I thought it. He knows your thoughts afar off. Okay? And he's made provision for you to enjoy victory because Jesus was made unto you wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. Wisdom to know that God will not fail you. He will not forsake you. Say, He made wisdom and righteousness that he's going to cause me to stand in the place where Jesus has already put me. He's made me to sit at the right hand of the throne of God. That's a place that is righteous. He's been made unto you wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. Whichever one you might need through the course of events, he was made unto you all of them so that you can enjoy all, understand all, receive all. Mm. Because when, when God, come on now, when God breathed into Adam the breath of life, Adam became a, 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 a living soul. When Jesus was uh, uh, resurrected from the dead, the next thing is now we have the breath of life in our spirit. Because Jesus rose a spirit man, not a fleshy man. See, so now when God reveals something to your spirit, reveals something to the man that he made alive, you can function and operate in that. Because your heart has been expanded to receive all. God breathed into Adam, and Adam became living. Adam did not become a potential man, glory to God. Adam became a living soul. Come on, see? And that's why uh, uh, intellectuals try to um, go to and speak to your soul. And I'm not mad about that, but they speak into a dead soul. Because we were, if we don't know Jesus as Lord, we, were, uh, we are dead in trespasses and sins. Okay? So then when I allow him to come in, he quickens or makes alive my spirit. So now God can speak again spirit to spirit. And I'll understand by revelation, as Peter did, spirit to spirit. Flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I say unto you that you are a rock. And upon this rock, I'm going to build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail. Why? Because the spirit, the spirit. And man is trying to just uh, talk to us and speak to us intellectually by what we feel, by what we think we can deserve or do. But he's able to do exceedingly above what we think. Why are we going to stop at, at, at the thing what we think we can do? We, we're approaching it wrong, I believe. And we're limiting God. Since God made you a living spirit, then speak to him spirit to spirit. Wow, God. Thank you. 
as you speak to him spirit to spirit by his word, you'll never speak to him through fear, anxiety. You'll never speak to him through pain because Jesus took your pain. He took your sorrows. He took your grief. So then you can't speak to him spirit to spirit if you're trying to speak to him through your pain. Come on, y'all. Recognize that. See, we haven't, we haven't abandoned the soul. We haven't allowed our minds to be renewed. And we keep going to God and speaking to him out of our pain. It's not necessary. It's not beneficial. When you can speak spirit to spirit and receive of his spirit life, take your mind and disengage that thing. Say, let, let, that, let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. Don't, don't try to get a mind that a, a psychiatrist, a psychologist, a doctor, or anybody else would say. Let your spirit speak. And your spirit does not have to speak. Your recreated spirit no longer has to speak out of pain, out of hurt, out of frustration. Amen. He said, open your mouth and I'll fill it with praise. You have a whole different avenue that you can access God by. Okay? Because we, we have to know that, 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 that Jesus was made into us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. Sanctification is that I no longer have to deal with my past because I've been redeemed from that. I've been sanctified from that. So I don't talk from that position anymore. Okay? I, I talk from the position that I've been made to sit together in heavenly places with Christ Jesus far above all principalities, power, might, dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that world which is to come. So the name of pain, I've been made to sit above that name. The name of lack, I've been made to sit above that name. See? We have to allow that truth to be established and open up our heart to receive more of God. He wants to fill me with all the fullness. Okay? So then we have to then participate in his plan instead of rejecting his plan. Let's resist the devil instead of resisting God, arguing with God, saying, I don't deserve it, saying, I don't think I can. Let's stop uh, re rejecting the word of truth and reject the devil. That, that, that's the way he's wanting us to do. He's wanting us to, 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 to be those that are, are walking upright. One of those that, that have understood that as I walk, I walk with the power of God. I walk with the image of God. I walk with the spirit of God. Okay? And because of that, victory is all I'll ever know. Because all of the promises of God are yes and in him. Amen. By us to the glory of God. But the choice is yours, your way or God's way. God's waiting on you today. 
Father, we just thank you and bless you that you've spoken life to us and that we choose to live that life by your spirit. For in you we live, in you we move, in you we have our being. Thank you, Father, that you are regenerating our minds by the washing of the water by the Holy Ghost, that we're seeing from your perspective. And when we see from your perspective, we see victory because that's all you have, because you always cause us to triumph in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Father, for speaking a word to us, to give us again fresh and precious promises that cause us to go in your presence with rejoicing, go in your presence with praise, and then leave with victory, untold victory. For I have not seen, neither ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those that love him. But they are revealed to us by his spirit. We give you praise, sir. We give you glory and honor. Committing it to you is done in the master's name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who is Lord and Savior, and the Redeemer of the Lord said together, amen. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. <laughs> well, as we always do, we give you an opportunity to um, make any comments or ask any questions that you might have had about the, the ministry tonight. Um, so um, if you would, I'm going to give area code 312-330-4024 uh, the opportunity to, to ask any questions or make any comments. Area code 312-330-4024. You have the mic. Go ahead. Area code 4312-330-4024. All right, I see again. Um, area code 404 uh, You have the mic. Any um, comments or questions about the ministry tonight? Just another blessed word. Um, I love it. <laughs> it's been a blessing. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what we do. Uh, it, 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 it's a good thing for, for me to hear what God wants me to say to you because that's what I do. I just hear what he wants me to say to you, and I transfer that information. It's, as we say, it's coming fresh from heaven to you. So it's good that we can yeah. uh, partake of that together. Amen. Thank, Thank you, you for uh, being on the call. Amen. Thank and, you. And, um, uh, we would like for you to, to, to tell your friends. Go to the website and uh, uh, um, tell your friends that, that they can come on and they can uh, listen and participate in the broadcast here on Monday evenings. Just go to Blog Talk Radio um, and, 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 and LiveDeliverance.com, uh, Blog Talk Radio. Both of them will get you there. And um, we can just participate in growing one with another. Amen. So just make sure that, 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 that we do that so that we can uh, enjoy fellowship with one another because truth has caused liberty in our lives. If you, this message has been a blessing to you, uh, you can go to the website and uh, find the Donate tab and allow God to tell you what seed that you should give to LiveDeliverance.com. And just go ahead because here we believe that the, the, the God will re restore it to you 
We give it back to you, good measure, press down, shaking together. We believe that he will get involved in your finances in such a way that uh, the, the enemy will have to look and wonder at the things that God has done for you simply because you were obedient and, and did what God told you to do as far as sowing the seed here at LiveDeliverance.com. Again, I, we, we thank you for being on the, on the call, and I will bless you as you go out. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his confidence upon you and give you his shalom. Until the next Monday when we get together again, love you, be blessed.